All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching or hearing my voice and you're wondering, who is this lady? I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself, entrepreneurs and small business owners, Get your uh, business paperwork together uh, so you can be a real boss in these streets and so that you can do things like, you know, establish business credit, get business loans, get your products into big box stores. I help you with all of that foundational paperwork. Hey, Margaret. So things like... Uh, Getting your articles of incorporation, EINs and EIN and Duns numbers, uh, getting your getting uh, making sure you have contracts for clients and partners, basic brand protection strategies and hiring strategies. I help you with all of those foundational things so that your business can grow and scale with confidence. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you with all of these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, so that is why I am here, okay? So if you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you have a business idea and you have no idea where to start, or even if you've been in business for a little bit of time, but you need to tighten up in some places... Get in contact with me. Let's get you right, okay? How are you going to get in contact with me? You're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram, and it's also all over my page on Facebook. At linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can book yourself a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. You can also download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet that is a free PDF. PDF document that I have created to help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. As well at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can access many of my digital um, products like this month we are focusing on EIN numbers. So you can pick up the let's get EIN numbers video training there as well. And, um, if you ever miss a show, uh, a live show, and you want to catch up at your leisure, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. All right. And last but not least at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can get your show merch. All right. You can get your mugs, your limited edition, uh, NPL legal dish mugs. You can get the t-shirt. It comes in white, black, and navy blue. Uh, you know, go linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and show people how you got so smart. All right. Um, but that is enough about the business side. Let's talk about the show because that's why y'all are here. Hey, Sincere. Uh, so this is how the show works, just in case, you know, there's someone who, who watches the replay and doesn't know. Uh, I pull stories from the news, stories from uh, blog sites, stories that you guys send me. You guys are very good about sending me stories. Uh, and I choose the ones that have um, 
that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. So this is definitely a conversation. Don't be shy. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they are respectful. Uh, I will also be asking you questions and comments. And, you know, I might even ask you to come on live with me, um, if, probably on Instagram, because I don't think I can do that on uh, Facebook. But yeah, uh, but yeah, this is definitely an interactive show, so don't be shy. Um, as well, uh, oh yes, and at the top of the show, oh no, okay. All right, so that's how the show works, all right? So let's get started, okay? Uh, now, while I gave you the basics of the show, if you have not been watching the show in 2021, uh, you may not know that I've added a couple of segments. Uh, the first is our Black Business of the Evening, and the second is uh, our NPL Nugget of the Evening. Now, we know that we are in the month of February. We are in um, Black History Month. And although it's 365 Black over here, you know, this is the month where we take extra special, extra special attention to promoting, you know, um, African-American culture. And I am doing my part by promoting black businesses that I have personally used, um, for my, um, for, for items, um, things that I've purchased. So tonight, uh, I am promoting, uh, shop best on the yard. Uh, you can find her on Instagram. Her name is Brittany. Um, she makes custom tumblers and teas, uh, she made my parents, um, she made my parents matching tumblers for, uh, Christmas slash their 40th anniversary and they're obsessed with the cups. She also made one for my mom's best friend. Uh, she also has made tumblers for some pretty influential people, you know, in the, in, in the, in the blogosphere. Um, and she's super sweet and super smart. Hey, the craft room. Oh, you're welcome. So go check out uh, Shop Best on the Yard on Instagram, and I believe the website is bestontheyard.com, if I'm right. Let me know if I'm right about that, Brittany, okay? All right. Um, so that is our black business of the evening. Moving forward, we have our NPL nugget of the night. Who can tell me what we have been talking about the entire month of February. Who can tell me what we have been talking about the entire month of February? Hi, 76 Grimke. Okay, thank you. Good. I'm right. Bestontheyard.com. Guys, what topic are we covering this month? Last month we covered business entities. What are we covering this month? And today I'm going to I'm going to do this a little bit different. Usually I give you the NPL nugget. We're doing this a little bit different um, today. Okay. Yeah, 76 Green K. I can always count on you, girl. Thank you. We have been covering EIN numbers. Okay. So 76 Grim K, since you have been obviously paying attention, can you tell me one thing that, thank you, AP Jackson. All right, so we're going to do it. Who, if uh, AP Jackson got it too. So the both of you, 76 Grim K and AP Jackson, I would like for you guys to tell me one thing that you have learned about EIN numbers during the month of February. Now, it may be something you've already known, or but I would like it to be something maybe you didn't know, something that I taught you. But tell us one thing that you have learned about EIN numbers in the comments, please. Because I want to see how well these lessons are, you know, sticking it, um, sinking in. Is it something that I should continue? Is it something that I should cut out? Do you like it? Do you not? You know, and this is how I gauge that. So, 
What can y'all tell me about EIN numbers that we have talked about for the last, what's today, the 15th, the last couple of weeks? Hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. It can be as simple as what is the EIN number? What do you need it for? How do you get it? Like, what have you learned? Uh, we got Mind Booster Box. Hello. Um, AP Jackson said, it's like a social security number and you can get a loan in your business name. Yes, girl. Yes. Your EIN number is like a social security number for your business. And it is a part of getting yourself established so you can do things like get a loan for your business. Margaret Massey said, identify your business and help with setting up business credit. Yes, 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 yes. AP Jackson said, building business credit. Oh my God, yes. Sincere39 said, irs.gov. Yes, that's exactly where you get your EIN numbers. Woo! Y'all just made me so happy. Yes. Y'all, like, you've really been taking this in. I'm like, I feel so proud. I feel so proud. A little one thug tear is coming down, y'all. You can't see it, but it's coming. <laughs> All right. But yes. Um, so this is exactly why I've incorporated these NPL nuggets into the show. Um, and I, I'm going to continue to do this because I want you to be able to do this. I, I want you to have this information at the ready. So when you are establishing your businesses, you know what these steps are. You know what they mean. And you're not out there like a deer in the headlights. Okay. So thank you for reinforcing that. Um, AP Jackson said, I have one, but need to call them to get it sent to me. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they have like a 1-800 number. Um, Margaret said, glad we made your day. Yes, Margaret. Okay. Yes. I love it. I love it. All right. So that, that is what our NPL nugget segment is for today. I just want to give y'all a little pop quiz and see what's going on with y'all. Okay. But let's jump into our stories for the evening. I'm super excited. How many of y'all know the group Wilson Phillips? This is our first story. If you know the group Wilson Phillips, give me some type of music emoji something. Um, if you don't know who Wilson Phillips is, I want you to go Google them right now. They were a trio of ladies um, in the, I want to say late 80s, early 90s. Um, hey, Leaks Dope. They sang the song, uh, Hold On, you know, Hold On For One More Day. <laughs> Thank you for the guitar, A.P. Jackson. But yes, Wilson Phillips. It was um, Carney Wilson, China Phillips, and then Carney Wilson's sister, which I didn't know up until today. But um, besides Hold On, can you guys name another song by the by the group Wilson Phillips for me? Can you name a Wilson um Sincere39 said the mamas and the papas kids. Okay. Hey. Uh, 76GroomK gave me the music emoji. Hey. Um, but yes, can you name me another Wilson Phillips song? Tanya knows who Wilson Phillips is. Mm -mm -mm. Can y'all give me another song? <laughs> That's because you're young. That's because you're too young. Go Google Wilson Phillips right now. Um, <laughs> but, um, Wilson Phillips, they were, you know, they had amazing voices, um, and they sang some songs, right? And they have an entire catalog. How many of y'all remember the Carney Wilson talk show? Y'all remember when Carney Wilson, she gained all the weight and then she lost it and then she gained it again. So the Wilson, Wilson Phillips has been 
around for quite a while, uh, you know, in, in whatever form or fashion. Well, I wanted to let you guys know that um, with the current trend of artists selling their catalogs or at least selling the rights to them, um, the uh, at least two, two out of the three Wilson Phillips members have sold their copyrights to their music catalog. Carney Wilson and China Phillips, um, they've sold their rights. Um, they've also us kind of sold or portioned off uh, rights to their names and likenesses to a company. This is going to open them up for opportunities to have their music played in um, in uh, movies, in ads, in TV shows. So Carney Wilson and China Phillips are trying to, you know, diversify uh their portfolio, you know, not too many people are buying Wilson Phillips albums, but I'm sure the catalog is worth something. So they're like, look, let's make this change. Look, uh, what's his name? Neil Young got $300 million. Little Wayne got a hundred million dollars. Stevie Nicks got $80 million. Look at how much money these people are getting for selling the rights to their catalogs. We need some change. Let's sell our rights. So now this doesn't mean that they don't have the rights to their music. It just means that they are sharing those rights with another um, company who's going to give them more opportunities to get out there. Cause I mean, when's the last time you heard of Wilson Phillips, right? But this is why it's important to own your rights, to own your art, to, to, to make sure that it's in your name and to have your paperwork registered. Because if you don't, you know, you can't do things like sell your catalog and make millions of dollars and have the opportunity to have your, you know, music in ads and TV shows and movies. Because Carney Wilson and China Phillips, I guess, wrote their music at the very least, I hope, if you're selling the copyrights to it, you know, um, they can make more money on it. Now, I don't know what's going on with the third sister. Maybe she's, you know, I'm an artist and I'm not selling the rights to my art. Who knows what she's doing? But as for these two, Carney and China, they have sold their uh, their catalogs to a company that is going to license that out to different avenues. So what do you guys think about this trend of artists selling their catalogs? Do you think it's smart or do you think it's short-sighted? What do you think about it? What do you think about artists, this current trend of artists selling their catalog or the rights to their catalogs to different companies? Sincere39 said, release me. What's that? Is that a song? Is that a song by Wilson Phillips? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. The only song I can name by Wilson Phillips off the top of my head is Hold On. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sincere39 said they must need the money. 76 Grimcase said it's smart. The industry is evolving. So, oh, it is a song. Okay, I'm going to have to go listen to it um, after. Uh, okay. Uh, Tanya said I can't give you a song. AP Jackson said, yeah, you think it's a smart move, AP Jackson? You think it's a smart move? Their parent, their parents are funny. I, I don't know who the mamas and the papas are. Um, I've heard of the names, but I, I can't identify their, their music as their music. Maybe I've heard it and I just don't know it's them. But, you know, obviously Carney, uh, the Wilson Phillips, they are the children of musicians. So they probably know the, you know, the value of owning your art. Oh, you were answering my question about the song. Okay. Okay. All right, thank you. Um, oh, fame. Oh, they're famous. Tablet's like it's cool. My tablet acts up too. 
But, you know, good luck to uh, Carney and China. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys is the father. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I read that in the article. One of them, their parents is the mamas and the papas, and the other one, their parents is like the Beach Boys. Um, good luck to them, you know, selling the rights to their stuff. I hope they got a, a pretty penny for it. Okay. All right. Moving on to our next story of the evening. Um, now, I have told you, told you guys again and again and again and again. Intellectual property law does not care who you are, how much money you have, how famous you are, what if you're the president, you know, whatever. Intellectual property law trumps everything. And if you violate intellectual property law, they're going to find you. Um, have y'all heard of a little, uh, a little company called Google? If you heard of Google, give me a G in the comments. If you have heard of Google, Give me a G in the comments. If you've heard of Google, give me a G in the comments. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, 76 K. Thank you, AP Jackson. Thank you, Sincere 39. I should be all, all G's. I know y'all have heard of Google, okay? Uh, now, Google is arguably, <laughs> Margaret said G vaguely. Now, Google is arguably one of the largest, uh, you know, most uh, well-known countries in the world. They've got, their search engine is like, you know, they're their own word. Google is its own thing. It's its own universe, right? Google has to pay French newspapers $76 million because they violated copyrights. Uh, apparently, Google has been scraping French newspapers and posting their articles since they announced that Team Android uh, and posting their articles and not crediting uh, these these French publications. And the French newspapers are sick of it. Google had to go to court and they have been fined. Uh, and, well, not that they've, uh, they've been fined, but they have come to a settlement that they have agreed to pay these, uh, no, millions since the 39 million not not b with an m now we know this is this is chump change for google this is like change in google 76 million dollars is change in google's pocket but it may it's not it's not change in the pocket for these publications that are suing google right so these french newspapers they're like google you have been stealing our information and putting it on your site and you're not crediting us, right? So they've been going back in court and Google and these publications, they have come to an agreement that Google is going to pay them uh, a, a total of $76 million, a payout, right? A settlement for using this information or using their copyrighted material um, without their permission. Since Ethan and I said that's like 76 cents for Google, I'm sure it is, right? Um, but here's the thing. In exchange, any of these companies that um, receive this money from Google, they are going to have to sign a license agreement to let Google use their information from now on. So Google is saying, "Look, I'm gonna pay you for I'm gonna pay you back for what I did from before, but I'm not gonna. St but but if you want this money, if you want me to pay you back, you have to agree to let me use your information going forward." Hello, King J. Good. Um, so what do you think about this agreement between Google and all of these French publications? Do you think it is a fair agreement? Do you think that um, this is smart for the French newspapers? We already know that this is a drop in the bucket for Google. $76 million, that's like, you know, 
1.1, you know, 0.1% of their entire revenue. But think about it on the end of these French newspapers. Just think about newspapers in general. Are they generating that much money in these days? Is this a good deal for them? Um, anybody have, have an opinion on that? I think that for the French newspapers, uh, you know, monetary wise, it's a good idea, but knowing how ubiquitous Google is, how big they are, you know, how they're all over the world. I just think that it's kind of, um, short changing these publications, but that is, uh, this is your first time hearing this. Okay, well, keep listening, King J. Good. If you subscribe to my YouTube channel, I have, like, over 300 videos of these types of stories, okay? Um, 76 Grimke said they're being bullies. Uh, Sincere39 said people with money are always trying to get over. Okay, so you guys don't think that Google should be, uh, should make uh, signing a license agreement a part of receiving this payout um, for, for these French publications? Is that what I'm understanding from you guys? Am I understanding that correctly? So if, if you think that the license agreement is a good idea, say yes. If you think the license agreement is Google being a bully, okay. If you think the license is a good idea, give me a thumbs up. If you think the license is a bad idea, give me a thumbs down, okay? Because, again, these companies are going to get, you know, I don't know how many newspapers there are in France, but they're probably going to get a couple million dollars each. Now, think about how how news, again, think about how media is going these days. That couple of million dollars could really, you know, pump up these companies. Um, okay, so you guys think think it's a good idea? Okay. Okay, all right, cool. Oh, 76 Green Bay gave me a thumbs down. Okay, so you don't think the license agreement is a good idea. But isn't it better for Google to have this license so people know where the information is coming from and they can maybe go to the source? Because I know for me, now this is only because, you know, I can read French. Sometimes there are stories that I can't find in American, um, you know, in American newspapers. So I will go to the French newspapers and see what's going on in the world or, you know, what, what the world opinion is, right? But isn't it a better idea for Google to be able to say, hey, we got this from this French newspaper, and then you can go find it? What do you think? Well, I, like, while I do think it's kind of strong-arming these, these publications, I think that they're getting something for the deal. It kind of reminds me of Shark Tank. You know, when people, they sell off, like, 30% of their company for, you know, an injection of cash by one of these, you know, multi-millionaires. But, um, you know, good luck to the French newspapers. You know, I, I hope that print media, yes, I do, Sincere 39. I studied French for five years uh, in high school, studied it in college as well, and I come from uh, a French background. Um, you think it's good, King J. Good? Awesome. All right. Okay. Uh... You missed it, your granddaughter caught. Well, your granddaughter is more important than we are. You can always watch the replay, Margaret. Um, 76 Grimcase said, I don't think they're strong arming them. Okay, so 76 Grimcase thinks it's, thinks it's an all right deal. She doesn't think that they're strong arming them. And I like this idea of Google, you know, at least now having the permission to do it, because we know Google is going to do what they want anyway. $76 million, whatever, like they sneeze that out, right? So at least make them have to get the license um, so, so that they can, you know, properly credit. But um, that is just my opinion.
Okay. Uh, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance to get your business idea off the ground, contact me. I want to help you, all right? Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. And also make sure while you're at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm that you download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less, okay? (laughs) All right. Okay, moving on to our next story for the evening. Has anybody here ever watched the show Jack Ryan? on Amazon Prime. If you have watched Jack Ryan, give me a JR in the comments. I tried to watch it, and I usually like, you know, military-esque kind of espionage shows, but Jack Ryan never really did it for me. Um, But I know some people like it. If you have watched Jack Ryan, give me a JR. Okay, so you've you've watched Jack Ryan... Okay, King King J Good seems to like it. Sincere thirty nine seems to like Jack Ryan. So so y'all like that show? Seventy six Grim Grey said nope. King J Good said he liked it. Okay, I, I'm I'm sure it's you know everything ain't for everybody. Jack Jack Ryan just ain't for me. Um, Sincere thirty nine said like the Harrison Ford movies. Yes. Well, um, if you didn't know, Jack Ryan the series is based off of um a character that the author Tom Clancy created. If you know who Tom Clancy is, please give me a T in the comments. Um, Tom Clancy, if you don't know, he is a well-renowned author. He writes about, you know, like government conspiracies and, you know, military operations and things like that, right? Um, So, (laughs) all right. So Tom Clancy, thank you for the T's, He initially wrote, uh, The Hunt for Red October, where he created the, he has video, he has video games? I didn't know that. Um, Margaret Massey gave me a T, AP Jackson said author, absolutely, absolutely. Tom Clancy is a very well-known author. Um, so Tom Clancy, he wrote this book called Hunt for Red October that was then made into a film. And in that, in that, uh, book, he created a character called Jack Ryan right? Um, now when he, when he wrote this character, he got a deal with the U S Naval Institute and they published, uh, his book and they also licensed it out to become a movie. So, you know, the U S Naval uh, Institute, I don't know much about Tom Clancy. I'm assuming he was in, he was in the military, but you know, the Naval, the Naval Institute was like, Hey, this is a really dope story. We want to put it out there. So he made a deal with them. They published his book and they also got him movie rights for the book. Right. But, um, oh, and then he got a deal with the U S Naval Institute where he was paid to write more stuff. So he also wrote Patriot Games and clear and present danger. Now, if they'll if, all, remember, all of those have been made into movies since then, right? This was all with his um his agreement with the U.S. Naval Institute. Now, after a while, uh, you know, Tom and the U.S. Naval Institute they were having a good time, good partnership. But you know, like most relationships do, after a while there was a breakdown, and Tom was like, "I don't want to work with y'all no more." Da 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 da. But there was a dispute over. Who owns the character of Jack 
Ryan, the character that Tom Clancy had created, right? So the U.S. Naval Academy said, well, you signed the rights to Jack Ryan over to us when you signed that publishing deal. And Tom Clancy was like, no, I did not. So they were in court for a while, and Tom Clancy ended up paying the U.S. Naval Institute $125,000, and they returned, you know, whatever copyrights or whatever licensing or stopped whatever licensing they had out there, right? So that's step one, because I'm going, at the end of this, I'm going to ask you who has the right, who has the copyright, okay? So that's one, Tom Clancy sued the U.S. Naval Institute for Jack Ryan, okay? So Tom Clancy, hey, weekend folk, he parts ways with uh, the U.S. Naval Institute, him and his first wife, they start a business that they call Jack Ryan Enterprises, and um, they start, pub, you know, getting publishing and licensing deals, specifically for his Jack Ryan books and Jack Ryan character and things like that, right? But then, again, like a lot of marriages, Tom and, and first wife, they didn't work out. So Tom said, bye, girl, and he started his own publishing company, um, uh, Rubicon, but there, but they, him and his ex-wife, they had to kind of, you know, go back and forth over what rights are out here, what rights are over there. Because remember when he was working with his wife, they had publishing and licensing deals all over the place, right? So now first wife has some rights. Tom Clancy's over here with his rights. Tom Clancy gets married again, but Tom Clancy dies. He died at 66. So now his second wife is trying to reclaim, you know, or get back the copyrights to this character of Jack Ryan. She has written, um, uh, she's written, uh, what is it? Tried to object to several, to several, um, different movies that have come out. She's trying to tell everybody, whatever you're trying to do with Jack Ryan right now, no thank you, I inherited those rights because of my husband, da-da-da-da-da. And, uh, Jack, uh, Tom Clancy's lawyers, they're trying to argue that, look, Tom Clancy has the right to the character of Jack Ryan, because even after he split with the Naval Academy, even after he split with his wife, he wrote seven more books that have to do with Jack Ryan, and nobody said diddly, right? There have been no objections. So there is a case that is pending right now where a judge is trying to figure out who owns the rights to the character of Jack Ryan, okay? So now, I've given you guys a lot of information. If it's confusing, let me know it's confusing, but I wanna know from you, based on this history, Tom Clancy and the U.S. Naval Institute, Tom Clancy and his first wife, and Tom Clancy's second wife, who is now his widow, who do you think has the rights to the Jack Ryan character? That was a lot of talking. I need a sip of water. <laughs> Who do you think has the rights to the Jack Ryan character based on this? We have a lawsuit, we got a divorce, and we got a death. Who's got the rights to Jack Ryan? Nobody? Um, Sincere 39 said they had a licensing deal with TC. Who who are you talking about, Sincere? Who's they, Sincere Thirty Nine? Because he he his first book, Hunt for Red October, was published through the U.S. Naval Institute and then licensed out. 
76 Grimke is saying that the first wife has the rights to Jack to the Jack Ryan character. 76 Grimke thinks the wife, the, the first wife, has the rights to the Jack Ryan character. Why do you say that, 76 Grimke? I would like to know your reasoning. And there's no right or wrong answer because this case is still being is still being litigated. Sincere 39 said Naval Institute. Even Sincere 39, they own the rights to Jack Ryan even though Tom Clancy paid them $125,000 for it back. Um, Margaret Massey said, I would say first wife has the rights at least 50%. Okay, so Margaret and 76 Grimke, I think you guys are on the side of the first wife. Sincere 39 is saying the Naval Institute. 76 Group is said, I don't like the second wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think she's just coming here trying to run everything? Um, Sincere 39 said, so they only licensed for a period of time. That was not detailed in the article. Um, what, what was detailed was that Tom Clancy and the U.S. Naval Institute, you know, they, they were working together well, and then there was... Um, the Naval Institute was trying to do things with Jack Ryan, the Jack Ryan character that Tom Clancy did not like. And that's where the breakdown happened. Okay. Um, since it 39 said Tom Clancy should get the rights back. Okay. Okay. Tom Clancy or his widow. Cause Tom Clancy is no longer with us. He, he's, he's since passed away. Hmm. <laughs> he has since passed away. But, you know, I, I want to, like, keep that in the back of your mind because I'm sure it's going to come up again. And I will be interested to see how, it, whether they're going to give all the rights to one person or whether, whether they're going to have to divide this up amongst several people. Um, 76 Grimke said she's doing too much. Okay. She do, she's doing a little much, a little much. You know, she's trying to secure that Clancy coin. Um, who can blame her? Everybody's trying to secu secure the coin these days. All right. All right, but, you know, just keep that in mind, um, and I, I will send you any Tom Clancy updates as I find them. All right, moving on to our last story of the evening. If you like Jolly Ranchers, if you like Jolly Ranchers, give me a candy emoji. Hold on, Margaret, hold on, we got to go back real quick. Margaret Massey said, how long were they married? Is IP automatically transferred to a spouse? Depends. It depends. It depends. I can't give you a blanket answer for that. Um, <laughs> and that's usually how it is in the legal field. It's always a depends. There's always an exception. There's always something. So there's no hard and fast rules. Okay? But yes, moving on to our next story. If you like Jolly Ranches, give me some type of candy emoji. You eat them sometimes since they're 39. I like a Jolly Rancher every now and then. Um... They be getting, like, they stick to the roof of your mouth. But, you know, when I want something sweet, you know, every now and then I might pick up a Jolly Rancher, all right? So, we know what Jolly Ranchers are. If you have heard of something called Jolly Pops, oh, uh, 76 Cream Creek said the Jolly Ranchers back in the day. If you have heard of something called Jolly Pops, give me a J in the comments. If you have heard of Jolly Pops, give me a J in the comments. Yeah. And if you have not heard of Jolly Pops, just give me a no. Uh, Margaret Massey said, Jolly Ranchers take too long to eat. Not my favorite. They do take a minute to eat. You be like, you have it in your mouth for like an hour. 
Um, Sincere 39 said, never heard of them. 76 Grimke said, no. Okay. Well, there is a candy company out there that is trying to trademark the name Jolly Pops. AP Jackson said, no. And Hershey's, Margaret said, no, which is the company that makes Jolly Ranchers. They are opposing this trademark application. They are saying, look, this is too close to Jolly Ranchers. We, you know, people know Jolly Ranchers as our brand. And for you to be out here trying to come out with Jolly Pops, that's going to cause confusion in the marketplace. So I want to ask you guys, do you think having Jolly Ranchers and Jolly Pops in the same aisle at the candy store, would that cause confusion for you? If you saw Jolly Ranchers, because Jolly Ranchers do come in lollipop form, and Jolly Pops, would you confuse them? That's what I want to know from you. Hey. 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 What? 76 Grimke said yes. 76 Grimke said that she would confuse Jolly Ranchers and Jolly Pops. Sincere39 said yes. Jolly, he would confuse Jolly Ranchers and Jolly Pops. So if you saw Jolly Pops, you would think that they were related to Jolly Ranchers? So, um, Hershey's, I think they want you on their jury. But that is exactly what um, Hershey's is suing for. They're saying, look, we already have Jolly Ranchers. If you come out with these Jolly Pops, people are either going to think that you are associated with our business, with, with Hershey's, or they're going to think that this is, you know, part of our part of our product line. So we don't want that confusion. So do you think that Hershey's is justified in opposing this trademark application, or are they doing too much? Is Hershey's justified in opposing the Jolly Pops trademark application because there's already Jolly Ranchers out there? What do you think? What do you think? Hey, 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 what do you think? What do you think? Hmm? Because I, I totally think that Hershey's is justified. Jolly Pops, when I heard the name, I was like, I immediately thought of Jolly Ranchers. Um, so I think that Hershey's is doing the right thing. Jolly Ranchers, you know, they reign supreme out here, you know, in the candy game for some people. And nobody wants your Jolly Pops. <laughs> um, Margaret Massey said, I would think of Tootsie Roll Pops before I think of Jolly Ranchers. I don't think so. Hershey's is doing too much. Okay, you think you think that Jolly Ranchers and Jolly Pops are significantly different enough that they wouldn't be confused? Okay. All right, well then, uh, the people who make Jolly Pops, they want you on their side, Margaret. All right, but I personally think that Jolly Ranchers and Jolly Pops, particularly because Jolly Ranchers do come already in lollipop form, I do think that that is an issue out there. Um, 76 Grimke said that she agrees with Hershey. Margaret said, okay, okay, I got yeses. Uh, since 39 said Jolly Ranchers have pops already. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like if I'm in the candy store and I'm looking for lollipops and I see Jolly Rancher pops and I see Jolly Pops, I might think that they're the same thing or they're related or something. I was like, oh, maybe this is a special, a special kind of Jolly Rancher. Um, since 39 said Jolly Ranchers have pops already. That's why it's confusing. 
I agree with you. Now, everybody doesn't have to agree, uh, you know, um, reasonable minds can differ. That's why they are in litigation right Well, that's why they're opposing the application right now. So the Jolly Pops company is going to have to wait and hear back. Sincere39 said that he agrees with Hershey. Okay, so we've got one, two, at least three people who are on Hershey's side. And Margaret, you holding it out for, uh, you holding it out for, um, for Jolly Pops. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. All right, so those were the stories that um, I had for you this evening. Uh, oh, yeah, we're about to run up on our time. I want to thank you guys for your participation this evening, for your commentary, for your questions. You guys make this show so much fun to do. Make sure that you um, excuse me, uh, tune in with me tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Wednesday. Uh, if you missed any part of the show, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. It will be up there in a few minutes. Hello, Kels Butter. We're about to sign off, dear. Um, make sure you book your one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. Get the uh, the free biz launch cheat sheet. Uh, get your show merch. Get your mugs. Get your t-shirts. Get your t-shirts. Get your t-shirts here. Um, and yes, take care of yourselves. Be safe. Uh, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.